The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Joining me now is international film and television star Nick Searcy. <laughs> Thank you for introducing me properly, Doc. Yes, I got the email. Uh, not that I didn't already know. I mean, you are an international film and television star. We know that. Yes, I, I've shot movies in Toronto and Romania. That makes me international. <laughs> and you've probably seen some international films. <clears throat> That's true. And, and some of my films have been shown in foreign countries. Oh, so. interesting. Against people's... I mean, I'm sure people are clamoring for them. <laughs> uh, Nick has a, a new movie out called Gosnell, The Trial of America's Be- Biggest Serial Killer. It's the story of Kermit Gosnell, which is just a bizarre and constantly heart-wrenching story every step of the way. Yes, it's it's uh, it's not a comedy. It's uh, yeah, that's it's a, it's a thriller. It's a it's a courtroom drama. It's it's more about how we uh, how how the uh, law enforcement and and the justice system caught him and and stopped him uh, than it is about uh, the real gritty details of what he did. Did you do the? I mean, you, you're in the movie. You also directed it. Did you? You did the backstory. You you did the research, right? Uh, well, no, not not uh, not all of it. Uh, Phelan McAleer and Ann McElhaney and Magda, their partner, they they basically did the research. Andrew Claven wrote the script. Um, I just came in as director and basically helped create a shooting script from the work that had already been done. So I wasn't there from the beginning. No, but I mean, you're you're pretty familiar with the details of the case. You you yeah. you know what they discovered when they went into his office. Oh yeah, yeah. It, uh, they basically went in on a charge that he was uh, writing subscriptions and uh, selling prescription drugs illegally, and they went in looking for drugs, and they just found a nightmare—just uh, 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 blood and gore and and uh, bodies everywhere—and just uh, uh, one of the messiest clinics that they'd ever been in, and. Just a real horror show is what they found. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was a house of horrors, and and it's multifaceted. So first of all, you have the uh, the dead babies. I mean, you, you just have dead babies there, right? right. They uh, apparently he he explained it as saying that he had a dispute with his medical waste company, and that's why <laughs> okay. all the little bags were sitting around with all the bodies in mm-hmm. them. I got to um, tell you, if I had a dispute, I'd get that solved. I mean, that's not <laughs> something I want hanging around, Nick. Yeah, I know. And but there are also, I mean, equally bizarre are the the sort of he had a a, a case filled with jars of tiny feet in in little uh, formaldehyde jars. He had saved like trophies, like That's, souvenirs or something. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it's a very very strange and bizarre story so and and, but then there's also the the lack of cleanliness i mean even if you're pro-abortion and you have no problem with all the other stuff if you're going to get an abortion it was pretty dirty in there yeah there was uh reports of uh diseases being spread in there and uh you know one of the real tragedies of the case is that his clinic was not inspected for over 17 years and and that was because of the political um the political establishment of the time were, was afraid that uh, it would be accused of being anti-woman or or, or anti-reproductive uh, rights or whatever, and mm-hmm. so they just stopped inspecting this man's clinic, which allowed him to, to wow. not only do all these things, but just just an unsanitary 
mess that so, people had to walk into. Do, do we know if that was common at all? I mean, not just for his clinic, but other ones where they just like, okay, we're going to give these people a wide berth, pun intended, um, for this, you know, and, and not inspect them because of that? Well, I, I know that most of the abortion clinics weren't inspected during that time because that was the policy but i'm not so sure uh, uh, if there were any clinics that were uh, as bad as cosnell's you know one of the frustrating things for me was to know the backstory of this and read the details and then see it get so little play in the media well it's a tough story to cover for many many reasons i mean it, it's obviously it's very sordid it's hard to look at i can certainly see that aspect to it but i think a lot of it is you know, the, the, the sort of the media leans left. This is a sort of a grisly story about abortion, mm. which, you know, they perceive as it might help the pro-life movement. People might be, you know, it might change some minds. And so they don't want to talk about it. Um, now, they don't. being the international film and television star, you are at a point in your career where you're allowed to choose some of these um, you know, maybe not as uh, blockbuster targeted movies. I mean, listen, you can you're you're able at this point in your career to turn down the role of Captain America, right? I mean, you're able to do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, I've become wealthy enough that I can <laughs> I can do what I please. Yeah. So you get to pick this. So how did this movie come about? Was this something you were interested in from day one, or did somebody approach you? Well, I knew the producers from day one. I sort of was involved with them. I helped them do their Kickstarter or Indiegogo, I mean, campaign. And and then when they got the money, they just sort of started asking me, did I know any directors? I recommended a couple. I think they met with them and then that didn't work out. And they said, do you know anybody else? And I said, well, I've directed a few things and uh, I showed them a, a movie that I made and they decided to uh, hire me. So, when does this come out? It will be released on October 12th, but we're doing some uh, screenings around the country. We're actually coming to Dallas on September 20th. We're doing one there. Okay. Um, and we're going, to, we're going to be in Houston, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Washington, D.C., and then some spots in the Carolinas and, and some other, you know, uh, all through the month of September, we're going to be going around the country doing preview screenings and and talking to people and just sort of trying to build the film by word of mouth. And will that be, um, is, there, is there a central website where people can find the details of when it's coming to a theater near them? Oh, I don't think the list is out yet, but within Eventually. a couple of weeks it should be. I'm okay. pretty sure that that's gosnellmovie.com. Okay, gosnell, G-O-S-N-E-L-L movie.com. What we'll do is we'll post a link to it so people can find it and discover it on social media. And then when you certainly come through, um, I know being an international film and television star, you're so busy, but uh, I'd love an opportunity to, uh, to discuss this more, you know, maybe possibly break bread, you know, something like that. Oh, that'd be great, Doc. I'd love to do that. We're going to be, uh, like I said, we'll be in Dallas, I think, the 19th and 20th. Sounds good. So what else is uh, coming up for you? What are you else are you working on? Well, you know, it's it's just basically I've got a, I've got a couple of other uh, scripts that I'm developing. I, uh, you know, there's there's not really a sequel to Gosnell that's in the work. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Yeah, no. Gosnell. Well, the turtles. Gosnell to the, the turtles. The turtles. That's what it is. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a prequel. <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, the he early had turtles in his uh, in his clinic. That's so. right. Yeah, uh, you, I'm, um, I'm thinking Gosnell the early years. Something. Yeah. Like Gosnell, or, bring it on again. <laughs> something like or, that. 
Gosnell Mamma Mia. Something like that. Right. But I'm working on a couple of things like that. And I'm also, I've, I've been doing a recurring role on The Ranch. And I've been doing some other little little things here and there, guest spots. And uh, I've got a couple of films coming out this year. There's a, a film coming out called Best of Enemies with uh, Sam Rockwell and Taraji oh, P. Nice. Hansen that should be coming out later this year. Now, how have you managed to navigate the uh, the wa- the waters of Hollywood, being a gentleman who is not rabidly on the left and actually kind of leans to the right there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just like not famous enough for them to know who I am. So they just go, oh, let's get that guy. I don't know who he is, but he's pretty good. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't – I'll say this. It doesn't come up very often. I mean, it's not like uh, – I, I don't talk politics on the set. But do 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 others bring it up? I mean, is it on the set with others throughout your years? I mean, I, I just don't know how people have, would have time, but I guess there's some downtime. Maybe people start talking. Yeah, once in a while. I mean, people who know me well, you know, whatever, you know. But uh, it's it's not the kind of thing. Generally speaking, there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. You just don't have time to sit around and argue about politics <laughs> right well it, my, my wife is a television anchor and around uh, you know the tv sets whatever everybody almost everybody is crazy on the left and she's uh not and so they assume that she is very much ideologically like them because she just keeps her mouth shut and they um you know they want to assume that and she just kind of goes about her business going oh okay great great but the topics come up a lot now granted that's news but it's thrown around other people you know they, they sit and have conversations yeah i mean it it happens I, I i like i said i generally on set i just don't get into it because that's not what i'm there for right it's, it's counterproductive and frankly i think it's unfair because you know when you know, the actors start talking left-wing politics in front of the crew. There's a lot of the crew that aren't left-wing. Some mm. of them are, some of them aren't. But, you know, you're in a position where there's a hierarchy there, and the people who disagree aren't really safe to speak up because they could be fired or whatever. So it's it's not it's just not a fair situation. So when no. somebody starts something, I, I generally speaking, I just politely tell them I, I don't talk politics with idiots. I mean, I don't talk politics on the set. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice way to say it. Gotcha. So what do you think is going on with Hollywood in general? Hollywood's had some trouble. I mean, major changes in the industry. First of all, you see Netflix and um, Hulu and Prime and whatever producing all of this original content. That's pretty cool because there's so many other options. But the traditional Hollywood, that is dying. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out because they have to figure out how to monetize the new a way that people are, are getting their entertainment. I mean, they, you know, the only people that are going to movie theaters anymore are kids or uh, so that's that's why most of the movies are superheroes or, you know, mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff and all that. So the, they're just trying to figure out exactly the best way to monetize the new way of delivering movies now they've been reeling me in with uh, the newfangled uh, theaters there what with the food that's reeled me in yeah yeah when you can go and have a meal while you watch the movie yes yes that helps a whole lot but it's pretty interesting i mean it's been i think 10 years now that the um the gaming industry has trumped 
the uh, Hollywood, traditional Hollywood, in, in amount of revenue. It's not even close now. Well, they're losing a lot of their audience. I mean, they, they really have intentionally made this choice, I think, to, you know, embrace a lot of the, the left-wing philosophy in their films. And so they, they kind of intentionally have driven half the audience away and, and as, a, as a result have, have created another genre. You know, they've <laughs> created the, the sort of faith-based or the, the more right-of-center films that – you know, that, that uh, there's an audience for that uh, Hollywood just isn't serving right now. All right, so uh, it comes out again October... October 12th. October 12th for Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. We'll look for that. And uh, we'll also, over the next couple of weeks, remind people where they can go to uh, find out when it's coming to their town as well. And we'll post it on social media. Absolutely. And please, everybody, go on opening weekend. That's It's very important. You know, that's how it works anymore. If you have a good opening weekend, you can get to the second weekend. And if you have a good second weekend, then you're on your way. Oh, OK. Well, we'll, we'll make sure to push it for you. And I cannot thank you enough for granting me some of your time. I mean, Nick Searcy, international film and television star. I mean, that's whew, this is for the resume. Nick, I I'm putting this on right what now. An honor this has been for you. It, it's been a fantastic honor. I, you know what? I will email you exactly what it's on. It's you got to give me time to get my thoughts together, though. I know. Just take your time. I know <laughs> I, it's probably very emotional, and uh, it, it, it'll be fine. Nick, seriously, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. My pleasure. We'll put all that up on social media so you can find it as well. It's Gosnell, the movie. Hi there, it's Doc Thompson. Thanks for listening to The Morning Blaze. When you have some time, there's another show that I think you should check out. It's the Glenn Beck Program. I think you're really going to like it. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.